Hey, this is Gary Lillard, and you're listening to The Jim and Jeff Show. This is Gloria Haas. You are listening to The Jim and Jeff Show on HLERadio.com. When you buy a car, most people don't think they'll become a car salesperson. But if you decide to sell your car, that's exactly what happens. Fielding phone calls, answering questions, and responding to text messages, just to name a few. What about burning your afternoon off, waiting for the person to meet you at a public spot because you don't want them to know where you live, and then they don't show? Shocking. (laughs) I know, right? If you're tired of being your own salesperson, visit carbuyplus.com to sell your car. Get a competitive cash price offer for your car with just a couple of clicks. And carbuyplus.com offers more marketing options to sell your car it's quick it's easy and every transaction is handled with care and professionalism visit carmyplus.com today you live your life carmyplus.com will sell your car we found carmyplus on on the website and i would sure recommend it to a family member or a friend because they were very effective in marketing our vehicle and selling it faster than I thought they would would have and got a very good price for it. So we were very pleased. I love the fact that uh, we did not have to go through the hassle of advertising uh, our car on our own, um, but that we just turned it over to Car by Plus and they took it from there. Um, they were very helpful in the pricing of the car and um, also any questions we had, they were able to answer it. They were readily available to us when we had a question. And we were just very, very pleased and fortunate that we did not have to go through the hassle of selling a car on our own. And you are listening to the Jim and Jeff show. I am Jim. <laughs> yes, he is. And I'm not. I'm Jeff. But you can call 678-753-2562. And we are back with the Jim and Jeff show. 678-753-2562 is the number. If you're listening to us on HLE Radio, we're glad that you're with us. Uh, Jeff and I are professional auctioneers talking about all kinds of asset, but mostly automobiles, anything with four wheels, two wheels, and an engine. Uh, we would love to talk to you about it. We might buy it from you. Uh, between the both of us, Jeff and I have a combined total of more than 50 years of uh, day-to-day operations in the automobile automotive remarketing business so what does that mean sounds like a whole lot of words that just means we've sold a heck of a lot of cars <laughs> and estimated one point estimated estimated 1.8 million cars and counting not to mention the other assets that we have had an opportunity to offer from real estate foreclosure real estate um racehorses, equipment auctions, agriculture, uh, products, uh, farms, ranches, cattle. So if it's been anything of value for the most part, Jim, we've had an opportunity to offer it. We have, and you sold an uh, $800,000 steer, and that's no bull. (laughs) 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 And you won't get a bump steer here. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> so if you got a beef with us you can go to the website 
jimandjeff.com. Or you can still call us if you'd like to chew the fat with us <laughs> at 678-753-7562. 678-753-7562. Is the number to call if you would like to talk to us. Now, naturally, if you have something for sale, we would like to discuss that with you. And if you can give us a little bit of information, a a vehicle identification number, which is kind of like the social security number of the car. That's right. That gives us a lot of information. Those little uh, letters and numbers do have significant meaning depending on where they are placed in that number. So that does give us quite a bit of information. And then we have databases that we can pull information up on that to give you a better indication of what the potential value of your automobile asset might be. That's right. And with that said, we are constantly seeking out uh, calls from customers or people, listeners that have an asset for sale or just might want some information of what's the best way to get rid of that or remarket it, hand it down, donate it, sell it, whatever you might uh, choose to do with that. That's what we're here for. As we say, we are not big shots. We're just the best little shots. And we're bringing that (laughs) to you and uh, bringing all of our years of information and uh, experience just to maybe try to help you any way that we possibly can. Uh, Folks, uh, of course, we have told you about the website. We would ask that you reach out to us on Facebook. You can like our page at thejimandjeffshow.com. If you would like to follow us on Instagram, you can do so at the Cars Video Network. Um, Instagram page, or again, you can just reach out to us. And it sounds like we're overstating the phone number, but we've had people in the past that say, hey, you got to say the number so fast, I can't write it down. Right? So 678-753-2562, or if you like it a little faster, it is. 678-753-25, I think it's 62. Is that number? <laughs> So you had a uh, productive weekend. We did. Did a little uh, painting for the missus. And uh, unfortunately, once I do such a good job, she wants another room done. And you have to kind of extend the walls. And if you have a lot of walls, you're in trouble. Yeah. It it starts out with painting a couple of patches in the wall. And the next thing you know, you've remodeled the kitchen, (laughs) right? <laughs> and I washed her car. I ordered a door handle for my son's car. You know, oh, car, stuff. Well, car guys, uh, you know, you got to mess around with some cars on the weekends. Yeah, well, uh, a couple of weekends back, I, um, I I had to put a starter on the old Crown Vic. You know, it had locked. You did, up. yeah, I, I did that, and uh, it was, um, you know, it, it was kind of interesting. Of course. Um, YouTube is a wonderful source for practically anything now, right? Yes, to, it is. Um, uh, how to do uh, do-it-yourself kind of videos. So, so I pulled it up, and when I did, there was a guy on there that that said you need a a, a universal joint socket, and then you need a three-inch extension, and because you got to get in there and do that. Well, I kind of started asking 
some of the guys at the auctions about this. I said, hey, I got to put a you know starter on this, and I'm going to need this, and I'll need a three-inch extension. No, no, you're going to need a six-inch extension. I said, <laughs> okay, all right. So they said, and I believe it's a 13-millimeter that that you're going to have to use to take those bolts off. Of course, with Crown Vic, there are there are three bolts on these particular models on the cars like you and I have, where where you have to take that off, right? Uh, so right. the 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 first one is is fairly easy to get to. The second one is not too bad. The third one is completely out of sight. And it, and it is and it's right up next to where the exhaust comes down from the car. So the first thing I had to do is let it cool off, right? So mm-hmm. I I get in there and I, I'm I'm trying to I'm, I'm trying to get the the second one loose. Well, well, the first thing number one is <clears throat> it is not a 13 millimeter socket that it takes to for those bolts to pull them out. It is a 13 millimeter that that for a couple of the nuts, but I think that it's like a, a 10 millimeter to get those bolts off. So I get the first one off and it was a little tough to break loose, but it was okay. Same deal on the second one. Well, I get into the back one with my six inch extension that I had to go buy because I didn't have a six inch extension. And I got the universal uh, joint or the universal uh, socket as well. So I get into the back and this contraption of a, of a socket and extension is so long that I, I can't get it back to where it needs to go and I can't see anything. So it it took me, one of the guys who I was quizzing out about that, I said, how long should it take me to put this starter on? He said, oh, it'll probably take you longer to get the car jacked up and all that than, than it is to replace it. I said, oh, well, that's good. So an hour and a half later, <laughs> I finally get this bolt out that I can't see. And, you know, I, I made a couple of attempts and I came out from under the car and I said, Lord, I really need to get this bolt out of here without having to go all the way back into town. I, I live in the country and, and, of course, you live in a, in a subdivision, way back in the subdivision, a long way from where that they would have a, a, another extension, right? Right. So um, I finally got the the bolt out that I couldn't see broken loose, and it took me maybe ten minutes to put the other one back on. <laughs> well, Jeff, six seven eight seven five three two five six two is the number if you need a starter uh, repaired in a Crown Victoria. Yeah, basically, you, you don't you do your basic uh, mechanic work there, and the sounds like your hydrogen peroxide lift kit may be a little loose under uh, the hood there. <laughs> <laughs> Hey, we got a great show lined up for you. Now, we'll have Stump the Chumps coming up in our next segment, as well as News to Amuse, Car Quiz Trivia, and Gems on the Rack. So we got a lot of things that are going on. 
today. And when we come back, I had an interesting conversation with uh, our son's football coach about an auction that his family has coming up. So I, I think that it would be good for us to maybe delve into the to the auction thing. A lot of people are fascinated by the auction business, but they really have a small understanding on how they work, Jim. So I, I think that would be good for us to kind of, you know, we want to, as we say, we want to uh, educate and inform and entertain all three at the same time. Okay, we can do that. We can talk about it. Six seven eight seven five three two five six two. You're listening to the Jim and Jeff Show on HLE Radio. We're glad that you're with us. Don't go away. We got a good show lined up for you. Hello, it's Jim. And Jeff for the Jim and Jeff Show. Have you missed the latest Jim and Jeff Show? Oh, no, they missed the latest show. Say it ain't so. Well, no worries. If you need to sell your car for cash, you can visit us at carbuyplus.com 24-7. Get a cash offer on your car, truck, van, or SUV. Just a few clicks away from a cash offer for your automobile at carbuyplus.com. It's quick, it's easy, and it's hassle-free. 24 hours a day. And you can even catch the latest podcast of the world-class, stupendous, auction-packed, star-studded, colossal Jim and Jeff show. Jeff, this is only a 60-second spot. Get on with it, man. <laughs> CarMyPlus.com. Get an offer on your car 24-7, all day, any day. Colossal? Really? Mm-hmm. I said it, and I meant it. I remember, Dad, you and Mom got this car with a hatchback. I said, you know, I'd be happy to give you the money to get a really great car. And he said, well, no, this works for me. I says, why? Because it's the right height to put the meals in. (laughs) (laughs) Dad, tell me when you first got an inkling about Meals on Wheels. There was kind of an abandoned house. That's where we got started with Meals on Wheels. We kind of filled a need for people as they got older. It's the human interaction that probably fed them much more than the food. Oh, yeah. When you can see somebody else benefiting by your life in some way, you can't help but feel good about it, I think. Well, the reason I'm involved, Dad, is because you are, and you're so inspiring. How you've impacted people is enormous. Drop off a warm meal and get more than you expect. Volunteer at americaletsdolunch.org. America, let's Let's do do lunch. lunch. was from a good friend. Carbide Plus came over right after my brother-in-law passed away, and uh, he told me about y'all, and that's how I met Carbide Plus. I had got some offers on it, but um, it seemed like everybody wants you to give it to them. I wouldn't do that, so I found Carbide Plus gave me a real good deal, and I was real happy with y'all and real satisfied, so I went with y'all. I would recommend Carbide Plus to anyone that's wanting to sell their vehicle. Anyone. They are very very, very good. They are professional and they don't give you the runaround. This is Brooke. This is Gil. You're listening to the Jim and Jeff Show. Right now. What is Jim trying to look at the word? No, I'm not. I wasn't either. I didn't He's know that. He's trying was to look at the word. We are back with the Jim and Jeff Show. He's sneaky. He cannot stand the suspense. Six seven eight seven five three. Two five six two. If you would like to talk to us, if you don't have anything for sale, 
and you'd like to talk cars, that's okay, too. Later on in the hour, we'll have news to amuse, car quiz trivia, as well as Jim's On the Rack segment. But first, we have, for your entertainment joy, our new segment that we just started last week called Stump the Chump. This is where I'm glad you added an S on. I'm glad you added an (laughs) S on the end of that, Jeff. (laughs) This is where that that one of us three. Now my turn was last week. One of us three picks out a unique word and gives us that word, and then the other two have to come up with their definition of the word. So I said I got the maiden voyage last week of the word. So we are passing it off this week to. Our producer extraordinaire, Mr. Gil Fountain, ladies and gentlemen. Please give him your applause. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. So oh, yeah. This week, this week, the stump the chumps word is andragogy. 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 <laughs> andragogy. Can you spell it? Can you spell it for us yes. and our listeners? A. N D R A G O G Y Andragogy. Well, certainly I'll take a poke at it. Andragogy um, is the. I am stumped. I guess I'm a chump. I'm stumped. Jeff, I'm going to tag off to you. I, I'm going to, I, 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 <coughs> excuse me. I am going to, to say that, uh, that this is a, uh, an Italian based word. And, uh, I'm going to say that it is a, uh, that it is a pasta dish. That is, uh, that's heavy on the ricotta cheese and, um, and, and more of a, uh, not, not really heavy on the sauce, just enough sauce just to kind of make it, you know, flavored up a, a little bit, but, but more so than anything, there's more cheese on it than that. That's what I'm going with. Andrew Goji. Okay. Well, you're all ready. Yes. It is actually, it comes from the Greek language and its definition is the methods or techniques used to teach adults. Many educators believe that the principles of andragogy as advanced by Malcolm Knowles, that's who basically came up with the word and its definition, have great relevance to adult education. Others are not so certain. It actually has, there's actually another word called pedagogy, which refers to child learning. So there's adult learning, child learning. So there's actually five characteristics of adult learners, and they are self-concept, adult learner experience, readiness to learn, orientation to learning, and motivation to learn. Malcolm Shepard Knowles, ladies and gentlemen, 1913 to 1997. Wow. Oh, Malcolm Knowles, of course. <laughs> and you were, you were, 
And you were you were you were digressing. You were getting into the uh, description of that Italian dish pretty well. Oh, well, I'm just kind of being cute when I said the last thing. But we can learn from this, and we will learn from this, and we can apply it to our auction description. Talk about. Yeah, well, that's where Jim and I are lacking in that motivation to learn things. <laughs> we can learn. We just don't want to. There you go. And there you have it, ladies and gentlemen. Another round of applause for producer extraordinaire, Gil Fountain, who he has he has stumped us. He has stumped us both. And uh, I was kind of, after he gave it to us, I was kind of getting hungry thinking about the potential of being pasta, but... But I digress. And and the 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 androgyny, the learning, if you will, of the of the auction business, understanding how auctions work. Auction androgyny, if you will. Right? So I, I was I was actually thinking about this and and Colton you know Colton's play, playing uh, football and and of course Zach's in the pickleball right pickleball so the, the coach actually called up yesterday and his his family is is having to embark well not having to but they have chosen to embark on on liquidating the the state of his uh, uh, his wife's uh, family uh, via the the auction method so and and he was just calling me just kind of trying to understand a bit more on on how auctions uh, worked and you know I, I I was thinking about it and I, I said I guess as Number one for um, auctioneers, uh, they're, they're, it's two parts and, and twofold that a lot of people are uh, enamored by auction day, right? Um, they see the auctioneer up there if it's a live auction. Of course, nowadays we have online auctions and with, with eBay and, and all that good stuff. But they they don't know what really goes on the day before the auction and in my opinion that that some of us uh, auctioneers probably could do a better job of explaining the process of it and saying that here is what is going to happen right so I guess before that you would do that, one of the things that, that you would talk about with auctions are the different type of auctions that are available. And um, there are, are tons of those, but, but mainly we deal with, Jim, you and I deal with auctions that are absolute versus auctions that are subject to confirmation. And the subject to confirmation clearly is just another word to we've got to check with the seller, right? It might be the lender, might be the a banking institution, there might be a, a lien, a, a balance, if you will, of that asset. And so uh, that's when it's subject to confirmation, which, as you know, Jeff, a lot of times those are sold 
but mm-hmm. we do have to check on, unlike the absolute to where we, we offer the asset, uh, the person bids on it, the multiple people bid on it. And then obviously the highest bidder ends up with the asset. But sometimes, uh, as you mentioned, there is that, and you're right, we do need to do a better job of informing the public of, uh, public outcry. Okay. That's not a, a demonstration of, I don't agree with, uh, <laughs> uh you know, let's march. That's and, not uh, auction Antifa. That's is right. You're saying. <laughs> So uh, we do need to do a better uh, job of that. And, and, and there is a lot of, uh, as we call them, bid callers or, uh, and don't take this wrong, auctioneer wannabes. But when, uh, you know, 1% of auctioneers, it is a uh, national statistics that make their living full-time doing the auction business. And, and you it's and I a would tough qualify. business. And it's a, and tough it's a very tough business. And so we are a little unique in what we do. And so we thought that that's why the radio show, uh, the Jim and Jeff show, we're able to bring what we know and are unique and, and educate them, not only just in automobiles, but also, as you mentioned, Jeff, how the auction process works, right. how it benefits, how it always is a win-win. That's right. Hey, we, we've got, we got to take a break, but when we come back, we're going to... Um, we're going to talk a little bit more about um, about the, the the auction business, understanding auctions, how that works. Six seven eight seven five three two five six. to get one seventy five, and I have sold it right over there for one hundred and fifty dollars. Thank you, Mrs. Johnson. <laughs> I heard the show and I said, well, this is what I need to be listening to. Thinking about 85, 9, something like that. I think we could be all over that one. Oh, man, I think it was 85 miles an hour, something like that. For 2,400 miles, it's it's hard to maintain that average because you run into traffic. You know, that, that lady that called in, I mean, I don't know if she didn't say whether it was a San Anabelle or a Fleetwood because it was a Fleetwood. That was a totally different car. And we are back with the Jim and Jeff Show. Thanks for tuning in on HLE Radio. We're glad you're with us. I am Jim and my partner, Jeff Stansberry is with us as well. Thank you. Thank you very much. That's right. And uh, we both are chumps because we got stumped by our (laughs) technical producer and our director, which I think he really enjoyed that, but that's okay. Uh, We'll get him next week. No, for sure. Hey, 678-753-2562 is the number. You know, Jeff, earlier, uh, actually last week we talked about Mm -hmm. the shortage of automobile technicians and automobile body shop mm-hmm. people that the uh, literally the country is facing and this week i received in the mail a uh, a magazine that i subscribed to and wouldn't you know it lo and behold on that was the uh higher calling h-i-r-e calling uh, amid the shortage of service technicians uh the industry is trying to figure out how to handle the shortage uh, like we talked about last week which is yeah, kind of interesting. Mamas, don't let your babies grow up to be cowboys. Yeah, they can make more money being service technicians <laughs> than body shops. <laughs> That's right. Make them be mechanics and body painters and such. There you go. <laughs> hey, you could be onto something there, Jeff. 
<laughs> Jeff well, is a singer-songwriter, so, uh, know, you know, man. hey, next week he could come up with something. I don't know. Hey, one never knows about these things. So, um, yes, folks, you can give us a call, 678-753-2562. Now, we were talking about uh, auctions and understanding uh, auctions, and we had gotten into subject to confirmation sales, which simply means that the seller has the opportunity to accept or reject the offer on after competitive bidding on what someone wants to give for it, right? That's right. Now, a common question that we get when we talk to someone about doing an auction is, do I have to take whatever it brings? And the answer to that is emphatically, no, you don't. Okay. Mm-hmm. Now there are, there are trade-offs in some people's minds that they say between a, a sell by confirmation atmosphere for an auction and an absolute auction. So an absolute auction is that as soon as one person places a bid on an asset or property, whatever the case may be, then you are technically bound to sell that property or asset for whatever the highest bid is on it. Mm -hmm. Now, and, and as we say, sometimes we will say in our pitch, the advantage to you in an absolute auction scenario is that Everyone comes to the auction knowing it will not be time wasted. If they right. if they are the last bidder, then they will truly buy the asset, whatever that is. Right? That's right. And now, Jeff, uh, you go ahead. No, no. Go ahead. I'm sorry. No, no, no. I rudely interrupted <laughs> you and I'm good. I'm working on that. So you go ahead. You were explaining to our listeners. Now, and, uh, and, and so, in theory, because that people know that they are not wasting their time, potentially there should be more people who will be motivated to buy your asset. And I was just going to go on your coattails there. We create the event, and you're right, people are coming there for a specific purpose, and that is to take a swing or take a shot at an asset that they're interested in. People don't show up to auctions. Uh, as you know, it's not a spectator sport. They're there to uh, to have a shot at purchasing whatever asset that might be. And so we have not done a very good job of educating the public because I think a lot of misconception is that you know, it's 25 cents or it's pennies on the dollar, that it's the absolute last resort if something right. can't get sold. And that is farthest from That's the right. truth. That's right. Um, and we don't say that because we're just because we're auctioneers, but we've done so many for years and years and years. And we know the success of those, whether it's your home, whether it's your automobile. And, and as Jeff mentioned, in our case, you know, we do a lot of dealer to dealer auctions, but there is a lot of public uh, participation, a lot of public auctions that you can participate in if you're looking for an asset or if you want to sell an asset. And then we create that event, we market it, and we bring those people to, uh, to, to from that start and stop time. Right. And 
you know, of course, Jim, you live outside of Atlanta. I live outside Mm -hmm. of, of Nashville. Both are really, really hot, uh, real estate markets. Okay. Mm -hmm. And especially here around the, around the Nashville area, I hear people all the time who say, I put my house up on the market and I got multiple offers on it and we sold it for $5,000 or $10,000 more than what we were asking for it. And when I hear that, I just cringe because I know that that asset was in a position to have potentially brought not 10,000 more, but tens of thousands more if it had been in open competition at an auction where people could bid on it. And that is true. And that's just not what we think. That is industry statistics have proven over and over and over again that to be true. So uh, let that be a lesson to you, folks. If you have uh, something for sale and you have something, and, and, and not meaning to sound cute on this, but honestly, if you have something that, that you have priced and you've sold it within 48 hours um, and, and your phone is ringing off the hook for what you priced that, there's a good chance that you priced it way too cheap. So if you are considering doing an auction, of course, you can call us, 678-753-2562, and we can refer you to someone in our network that is knowledgeable about the asset that you have and that can help you maximize your opportunity for success. We have to take a break. Coming up when we come back, we will have news to amuse. Car Quiz Trivia, Jim's on the rack. Stay with us. And we are back with the Jim and Jeff show on HLE Radio. You can call us 678-753-2562. We will have, I was almost about to say we'll have news to amuse coming up, but but we have news to amuse coming up. Actually, right now, we will have CarQuest Trivia and Jams on the Rack segment coming up. But first, we have this week's News to Amuse, Jim, and it comes to us from Florida. And uh, I titled this one, Give Me All Your Dough Nuts. A Tallahassee, Florida man demanded more than just cash when he allegedly attempted to rob a Krispy Kreme just last week. According to the police, he also asked for donuts. Identified as Sawatu (laughs) Wright, 45 allegedly tried to rob the donut shop around 1.20 a.m. on Friday, demanding 10s, 20s, and some donuts, according to Gainesville police. One of the ladies that worked in the shop said she was shocked and didn't respond. Then the robber repeated the demand. The clerk summoned another employee, and the robber made the same demand again, according to police. The two clerks then called their male colleague, 
who was in the back of the donut shop when Wright made his demands. When the mail clerk arrived, he told Wright to leave. Wright left but was found by police walking south of the Krispy Kreme sign and was arrested shortly thereafter. According to the police, Wright admitted to asking for the money and wanted a donut off of the secret menu. Oh, boy. (laughs) So he said, hey, I was going to rob the place anyway, and the hot donuts now sign was on. What did I have to lose? And he and he encounters the one lady. She says, "Hold on, yeah, she yeah. Comes up, Hold on, you got three people there that say, "No, you're you're not going to yeah. rob us. No, you're not going. We're uh, we're we'll give you the money, but dude, you're not getting donuts. <laughs> no donuts. No donuts. We're not negotiating. We do not negotiate with donut thieves. Hey, we we've been talking about auctions and leaning pretty heavy on auctions, and and I subscribed back here a few weeks ago to a, a newsletter uh, that flashed up something that that's pretty interesting, and it is it's not car related, but still at the same time it is auction related, and it involves Pokemon cards, which a lot of us, if we have kids, have endured Pokemon on several occasions. This happened back a couple of weeks ago in um, in Saffron City. There was a uh, an unopened box of Pokemon cards that sold at auction for fifty six thousand dollars. <laughs> You guys there? Yeah. <laughs> okay. <laughs> well, well, thanks for the, thanks for the, wow. <laughs> Gil's eyes are just this big. He can't believe it. He's in shock. <laughs> I'm, I'm waiting on something. There's like, I can't do a cricket sound. Oh, and uh, so for a trading mania, over 25.7 billion cards have been sold to the hit anime television show that aired for 20 years. And now there's Pokemon Go, currently the highest grossing media franchise of all time, bringing in more than everybody have a seat. $59 $59 billion. Dang. it's a lot of beans. It's a lot of donuts. In this particular incident, there's a possibility for the owner to find a, a Charizard Holo in the box. That is a card that alone went for $55,000 just last year on eBay. So if you have any unopened packs of pokemon cards at home folks you might want to uh you might want to hang on to them for sure uh, i was never i never <laughs> swallowed the pokemon kool-aid i i didn't i didn't do anything of the pokemon, pokemon. Uh, i'm like way out it's it, it's pokemon dude pokemon pokemon 
All right. So this week on our car quiz trivia segment, it's Volkswagen was introduced into the U.S. in 1949. 6.6 million new cars were sold in America in 1950. How many of those cars were VWs? Is it A, 330, B, 3300, C, 33,000, or D, 99,000? We'll say it again real quick. Volkswagen introduced in the U.S. in 49, 6.0 new cars sold in America in 1950. How many of those new cars were VWs? 330, 3300, 33,000, or 99,000? The answer when we return. I remember, Dad, you and Mom got this car with a hatchback. I said, you know, I'd be happy to give you the money to get a really great car. And he said, well, no, this works for me. I says, why? Because it's the right height to put the meals in. <laughs> Dad, tell me when you first got an inkling about Meals on Wheels. There was kind of an abandoned house. That's where we got started with Meals on Wheels. We kind of filled a need for people as they got older. It's the human interaction that probably fed them much more than the food. Oh, yeah. When you can see somebody else benefiting by your life in some way, you can't help but feel good about it, I think. Well, the reason I'm involved, Dad, is because you are, and you're so inspiring. How you've impacted people is enormous. Drop off a warm meal and get more than you expect. Volunteer at americaletsdolunch.org. America, let's do lunch. When you buy a car, most people don't think they'll become a car salesperson. But if you decide to sell your car, that's exactly what happens. Fielding phone calls, answering questions, and responding to text messages, just to name a few. What about burning your afternoon off, waiting for the person to meet you at a public spot because you don't want them to know where you live, and then they don't show? Shocking. <laughs> I know, right? If you're tired of being your own salesperson, visit carbuyplus.com to sell your car get a competitive cash price offer for your car with just a couple of clicks and carbuyplus.com offers more marketing options to sell your car it's quick it's easy and every transaction is handled with care and professionalism visit carbuyplus.com today you live your life carbuyplus.com will sell your car you're not wired to have a response to this sound you're neutral to it you hear it every time you finish a meal and never feel anything but if we were able to associate this sound with a new stimulus, save the food, we've achieved pulling a natural response from you. Save the food. Why are we doing this, you may ask? Save the food. Because this ad is trying to change your after-meal behaviour through brainwashing. Because food waste costs the average family $1,500 a year. Save the food. Cha-ching. And $1,500 extra bucks is like getting a pay raise. Save the food. Cha-ching. You're promoted. Which could pay for your child's braces. Save the food. Cha-ching. You're promoted. Check out my braces. So when you hear this sound, rethink your behaviour. Cook it. Store it. Share it. Just don't waste it. For tips and recipes, visit savethefood.com. Brought to you by NRDC and the Ad Council.
And we're back with the Jim and Jeff Show. This is Brooke. This is Gil. You're listening to the Jim and Jeff Show. Right now. Before the break was Volkswagen introduced the U.S. and in 1949, 6.6 million new cars were sold in America in 1950. How many of those new cars were Volkswagens? And your choices were 330, 3,300, 33,000, or 99,000. The answer was only 330 cars were actually sold in the United States in 1950. Heinrich Nordhoff, head of VW in Germany, sent a Dutchman by the name of Ben Pond to America in 1949 to sell the VW Beetles. After one month of trying, Pond sold the Beetle for 800 bucks to pay for hotel bills. Nordoff scoffed at Pond's ability to sell the Beetle and came back to the U.S. personally to sell the Beetle to dealerships. He sold only one. In 1949, only two VWs were sold in the United States. And to give you the comparison, last year's numbers for VW sales for 2017 total 339,676, marking a 5.2% increase over 2016 and a an 18.7% decrease over the December of the year before that. Of course, Jim, uh, VW has certainly had their challenges the past few years. They have. And if you like some good, good television, you can go to Netflix if you get it and get uh, Dirty Money. And in there, there's a segment on the Volkswagen scandal emission slash controversy. Uh, and it's very, very interesting. So all of you car heads, Netflix, Dirty Money, and then the Volkswagen segment. But hey, Patience. Look at that. Went from there to 340,000 cars. Took a while, but he got there. And there you have it for Car Quest Trivia for this week. Little VW trivia there for you. And folks, you know what time it is. Gil, you know what time it is. Hit it! World Champion Automobile Auctioneer. Guy with the most unique name on the planet. And here he is with this week's On the Rack. Jim Smith. Hey, thanks for being on the rack. Uh, this day in 1902, Cadillac was founded. That's right, this date in 1902, uh, General Motors Division of Cadillac was founded. Also, the most accessorized vehicle in production today is Jeep Wrangler. That's right. Jeep Wrangler is Get the most accessorized vehicle production today. And this is uh, titled Car Phobia. There's a new survey out of 2,000 U.S. vehicle owners by Cooper Tire and Rubber Company suggesting that Americans know little about how their cars and trucks work and often feel oppressed by their vehicles. Among the findings, most respondents say they feel intimidated when they deal with a mechanic. Two-thirds say that at least one thing is wrong with their vehicle. Half of the respondents age under 35 cannot drive a stick shift. 
I believe that. Two of the five two of the five responded couldn't identify a car's engine when shown an image. <laughs> <laughs> More than one third of the respondents say they can't fix a flat tire. Uh-huh. One fourth say they consider their vehicle a burden. Nearly one fourth say they feel at risk when they drive because of the condition of their vehicle. Two of the five responded age under 35 say that their vehicle needs new tires. Nearly one-fifth say they don't know how to use a tire pressure gauge. Oh, man. And finally, fewer than one-fifth say they are very confident they pay a fair price when they take their vehicles in for repair. Mm -hmm. And segueing into that, the service counter states, Light Brigade in 2017 for the third straight year, Michigan was the most affordable state for vehicle repairs arising from a check engine light. That's right. Michigan was the number one. Ohio was second. Maine was third. Wisconsin fourth. And North Dakota finished out last on that. Now, the most expensive locations to fix a light oh, when a light comes on. I, your dash, I have my guesses, but go ahead. District of Columbia was number one. Georgia was number what? two, at an average of $158. That's right. Connecticut was third. Hawaii was next. And then the last was California. Uh, that was my pick at number one. But, hey, I got close. So there you have it, on the rack. You know, that's interesting, Jeff. Uh, my son, I taught him to drive mm-hmm. a stick. But it's interesting that uh, the amount of young people, no wonder the manufacturers have kind of done away with uh, if you go into a new car dealership now, it's it's very very difficult to find a new car that is a stick. Uh, that, that's right. Unless you order it. That's right. And um, you know, we did a video. As a matter of fact, Gil, is there any way that you can take that video and put it up on our Facebook page? Of you know, we did a a tire changing video. And just because that there are a ton of people out there that don't know how to change a tire. So if you don't know how to change a tire, then you can go to the Jim and Jeff show Facebook page and you can like it while you're there. And we'll give you a little tutorial on how to fix a flat or how to change the tire, not fix the flat per se. Well, there you have it on the rack this week with Jim and Jeff. We're so glad that you have joined us this week. We've enjoyed being with you. And again, if you have something for sale, if you want to talk about it, 678-753-2562 is the number. You check us out. We'll check you out. And uh, hey, we'll both make some new friends. And as Jeff always says, Jesus loves you and we do too. And yes, he does. He's absolutely crazy about you. And so are we. See you next week or on the replay.